Okay, with this, the film directors, Victor and Stephen, Last Call is a short film, play at the, the Crime Mystery Film Festival. There's definitely some twists and turns in, in this film, centered on a bartender, a uh, female bartender, I should say. And uh, is it bar you said bartenderess? I think that's what you have in your synopsis. And uh, basically, it's about what would, how would you guys describe this film thematically? Did Steve, you want to start since it was your screen? Well, I was, I was actually going to toss that to you because you, you know how to eloquently. Uh, set this stuff up so oh my goodness well i definitely think there is def there is um you're meeting the main protagonist at the beginning and you're finding out a little bit about her through her day-to-day -day actions through the things that she's doing in the restaurant uh the things that she's doing in her community and you're starting to get some intrigue about her and the struggle she's going through and you meet some of the characters that are going to play a part in the rest of it but in the very beginning kind of a cold open she's working at her bar and a mysterious stranger walks in covered in blood and yeah. that's sort of the the real beginning to this stuff. and then you take us back and you kind of take us to like the, the what the trace tracing to us to how we got to that moment i guess right absolutely we were just thrilled you know when victor first came to be about working on this it was one of his screenplays and uh, we just had a lot of great brainstorming and um everything from having to film this during pandemic times having mm -hmm. to do so in one day um, there's a lot of different things that sort of led up to it being kind of an unusual and very rewarding shoot for us. You guys shot this in one day. We we did. We did, actually. There was a lot of uh, hiccups that not sure if uh, a lot of production teams have to deal with it. But I guess we can get into those as we progress in, in this uh, in this podcast. But yes, we did. We were a little ambitious and decided to shoot uh, 11 pages in one day, which was in, insane. And uh but we ended up getting it done and, and, and very, it was very smooth. So you got, you got, well, the main location, obviously 80% of it is in the bar, right? Then you got the, you got a bedroom scene at the beginning and then you got some outside scenes, I guess. Right. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So just having to make those company moves, those jumps from one location to another, to another, it, it just comes down to having a great team, having a great crew who know how to work together, who, know how to uh, just be in, in, in a good mood throughout the whole production shoot, knowing that, uh, you know, having to shoot this many pages is ambitious. Um, but I, I, you know, I take my hat off to them um, because without them that, that we, we wouldn't be able to do those 11 pages uh, in three locations. So it's safe to say that uh, everything is handheld, the entire shoot is handheld. That's correct. Yeah. So we did a two camera um, and, you know, I think it was, when Stephen and I had this discussion, I wanted to, you know, we were deciding, okay, should we use, you know, a dolly? Should we use uh, like a gimbal? Should we use something to stabilize this? And the more and more we started talking about it, um, you know, this idea popped in my head, you know, why don't we have the viewer, you know, live in the day of a life of Emily, right? So we want to kind of uh, envelop them in that world. And uh, one of the decisions we made was like, okay, we want to be uh, handheld throughout this whole process because that's going to make you feel like you're there through her whole entire life, her life journey, and also through this this one moment that she's having um, through each of the characters that she encounters. There's always an uneasiness with your. She's in every every frame, every scene, so there's an uneasiness with her. So the handheld works for her mm -hmm. personality, I guess, right? Correct. Yeah, and that's definitely something we wanted to go for. Was that was that was the uneasiness was um uh, and steve i think we kind of wanted to go for some comical uh as well didn't we yeah i think towards the beginning you're getting to know her just I mean, she's cleaning toilets she's cleaning up uh, get crazy things in the bar and that sort of thing 
I think when we first saw uh, our actress, Mayumi Roller, uh, we knew exactly that we had the right person. And from the first audition she did to showing up, uh, she came up from Florida to Georgia to, uh, to film this. And uh, we were really uh, quite delighted with uh, how how she came across in the story, just being very sympathetic, uh, very likable character, and goes through quite a journey in this as she encounters the various, in this case, men in her life. So she, where did you find her? Victor, you might remember how we did all the auditioning. Yeah, yeah. So um, we have a really good relationship um, with a casting director here in Atlanta. Uh, her name is Jordan Brown. Um, and, you know, we worked on, well, I've worked with her on numerous commercial projects. And then also uh, when we did the marker uh, prior to last call and uh, she, you know, we told her what we wanted and uh, she essentially came to us and was like, this, these are the selections, but I think that, that you should go with Naomi because, you know, I, I you know, I'm not going to sway you in that direction, but I just want you to, to, to look at it and at least give her um, uh, a read. Uh, so that way we can, so you can, you guys can make your decision from there. Gotcha. So is she the same? She, she was, she's an athlete, right? Like she was in the, she was in the Olympics like 10 years ago. That, that's the same way. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. She came, she came with quite an athletic background as well. So we knew that she could physically pull off anything. If we'd gone a little bit further into some of the you know crimes to see some of that. Uh, but most of it was her, um, her acting strength in this, but I think she kind of brings a real presence to that. And she was, it, it didn't take a lot of coaching to get a great performance out of her because she takes, takes really screenplay cues really well. And as we were setting up each scene, she was just in it um, like an athlete. So um, highly recommend. She's a sailor, her. right? Like she was, she, she wouldn't, she was a sailor in the Olympics, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that's correct. Yeah. Well, listen. How many people can say they were they 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 they're an Olympic athlete? Not many, right? So, yeah, yeah. But it, it definitely wasn't our 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 the reason why we chose her. No, of course <laughs> just not. Just want no, to no, put it out there. People a context and backstory, right? Like we're like every yeah. actor's like the, she she knows she has discipline. She has yeah. she has, she has talent, obviously, right? So and she's yeah, she's been a star who was already born in one field, and I'm yeah. hoping you'll see a lot more of her. Um, interacting because she's great you see that you see that so many times right like uh like uh somebody who's a, either an athlete or, or a dancer and they they go into acting and they they just shine right because they have that kind of ability so she's in every scene so she carries your movie i have to ask a couple things this seems like a almost like a proof of concept for for a bigger story would that be a true assessment it is. Yeah. Um, it's always, I, I'm laughing at this because uh, I'm sure you've heard of this before. There's always a proof of concept or always is a piece of a bigger script. Uh, and that's how it started. You know, when I first started writing this, I wrote this in uh, 2017 um, to be a big, to actually be a, a feature. Yeah. And so as things kind of progress, you know, you're doing life, you have to support your family, all these things. And, um, you got to kind of have to step away from the narrative side of things and go towards things that make money, you know, the commercial side. Um, we, you know, I started to think, okay, should I do this feature or should I go ahead and do this, this short film um, just to get it done to see, you know, how it could develop to see what, what the, uh, the audience would think of it before we actually start actually diving into the, the feature and actually completing this thing. So yes, you are correct. It is it is a uh, it is a, a proof of concept for a, something bigger, um, but 
Uh, I mean, Steve, you have anything to add to that? No, I think we we learned a lot just in our short time working on this. And I think um, really kind of love living with these characters and could see all sorts of ways that prolonging the story into a larger feature could be really, really intriguing. And you could you could sort of prolong some of the surprises that you get about the characters in that kind of format. So, so and I also want to point out that I've been doing this for, for a long time. So five years ago, I would rarely get a film from Georgia. Now it seems like 20, 25% of the films are from Georgia. So something must be happening in Georgia in the filmmaking community. You know, Victor and I even met in our filmmaking community in Fayetteville, Georgia. It is uh, quite an area of near movie studios. Uh, we have the Trillith uh, movie studio that is in our midst. Um, I even live in the neighborhood that surrounds uh, that particular studio. So that's where, of course, they make a lot of Marvel and Disney movies and the like and all sorts of things. So um, look forward to that coming back to life um, after the um, strikes have all ended. So uh, yeah. but it's oh. definitely um, been a lot of activity in our neighborhood. And Victor, I know you've gotten your start in a variety of ways from your commercial work to music work and all sorts of things. That's always been a big deal in our town of Fayetteville, Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, you know, Georgia as a whole is definitely growing. Um, I don't know if it's more so the migration of people coming here or if it's just kind of uh, developed internally and kind of spread out, but it's definitely becoming a, a hot zone for um, film and TV uh, for sure. Uh, and I can also speak on the commercial side as, as well. It's, it's, it's definitely blowing up. Well, there's a certain community that, that is heading your, in, in uh, Atlanta's uh, direction or Georgia's uh, direction. A lot of people go to school there. Like you have some really good uh, programs and they just stay that for one, because there's jobs. And then two, like people, instead of going to LA or New York, which is kind of have kind of a daunting kind of proposition for people. There's a certain personality that's like, oh, I'm just going to go to Georgia, which is almost, well, not almost. It's becoming the, the basically the third city, the third filmmaking city. And, and it's, it's like upping Chicago and the other cities. It's like becoming the the hotbed. It's the, all the mm -hmm. studios being built, the crews are being formed. And it's the way, it's a way, way for people to go. Diversity, there's a lot of diversity, right? So- Absolutely. Oh, yeah, you know, have been working yeah. in this world a lot. Um, when we filmed this back in October 2021, um, Victor kind of recruited me in to work with the actors. Um, I like that part of the world a little bit more. He's the technically, he knows exactly the kind of camera work, the kind of cinematography he wants to get into an area. And um, so when I worked with him on this, I didn't really know a lot about how all the different, I was like, if you say we can do it in a day, I absolutely believe you. And I will rush with people <laughs> to get it ready. Soon after I took a class at the Georgia Film Academy where I had to learn what all the different people on the set are doing with the different cameras and the like. And um, it gave me an additional appreciation for all the different folks that Victor rallied um, to work on this project in a really short time in a one day situation. Uh, right before Halloween that year. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, there is so much talent, so many people who want to be involved in indie films and features, um, industrials and music production in our town. And um, so it was a real honor to get to help bring Victor's vision to life. And what, how did you guys meet? How did we meet, Stephen? It was our uh, video about a day in the life of Trillith. The, um, oh, that, that was it. Yeah. 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 So we were shooting a commercial for Trillith. Um, yeah. and then Steven was the producer on that. And, uh, it, that's pretty much how we met right there. Yeah. We have a, a mutual friend that worked on a science fiction movie that Victor had just done as well, who helped with that. And it brought a, another great crew together 
And uh, I think we just really liked working with one another and um, saw skills that are different in each other um, that kind of made us be co-directors in this case. <laughs> so tell me about the, the, the cause it, this is a, such an interesting character. And like, I got you, like I, I, I can see the bigger story of it, but she, like she's she's got problems and she's got like she's she's obviously got some a drinking problem. Uh you don't wake up in the morning and, and drink a bottle of uh shot of vodka and not have a drinking problem. <laughs> For personal yeah. experience, I'll tell you that. Uh so then so like it, you're you're establishing this person whose life is in total chaos, right? And it's not it's gonna get worse. You don't you don't give us without giving anything away, you don't give us uh her she doesn't figure it out, right? So so there's a, there's a lot of interesting insight. I'm just curious about the idea for this for you, Victor, when you wrote the screenplay. Mm-hmm. Like, where did you come out? Come because it's basically centered around this girl. Like, what did you? Where did you? How yeah. did you kind of like come up with this idea and in this character in general? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, actually, it all stemmed from. Uh, so my mom's a recovering alcoholic. Okay. Uh, and so she's been she's been uh, clean for eight years now. Uh, but having experienced that uh, that life that she lived for pretty much, you know, since I started recognizing that she was, uh, an alcoholic, um, you know, I had some insights into that into, and one of the big things is obviously the, the emotional trauma that, that, that she dealt with. Right. Um, they kind of drew her to alcohol. Right. Um, and so when I was writing this, I, I kept thinking, you know, should I write something that, that I would, you know, want to watch or something that I actually know, something that I've, I've actually lived. Um, and, uh, you know, the more and more I thought about it and the more and more I had conversations with my mom, um, that's when I decided to kind of engrave um, Emily's character, uh, you know, into, into, into what my mom's life was like. Uh, and one of those things that you notice is that uh, Emily uh, in the film, uh, she hides her drinking a lot of times, right? Um, she, she hides it, you know, from, from people in general. And she also hides it from herself, right. To think that she doesn't have a problem. Um, and so that's one of the things that, uh, alcoholism, uh, kind of takes over and, um, controls people. And so that's what I kind of wanted to show in this, in this film was, uh, showing that aspects of things, but yeah, so, so to kind of circle back to your, your point, yeah, it, it, Emily's character was revolved around someone who who was very close to me. So, yeah. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And there's, there's, there's a lot, a lot to, to go on. Did you, have you written this, the feature? Is it, is it fully written? No. So uh, I actually uh, postponed that for a little bit just because I'm, you know, have a newborn right now and uh, having to deal with that, with that little one is, is a thing, but um, I yeah. I can relate to yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, but yeah, Stephen and I. Um, one of the things that we talked about was if if this was to do well in the circuits and even outside of the circuits, to where you know, as filmmakers, we always think, you know, uh, who who are we making this film for? Who where is this going? Right? And the majority of the time, we forget that it's not for it's not just only for fellow filmmakers, but also for the general audience, right? Who who doesn't care about what camera you're using or or um, you know, how long it took you to shoot this thing. They just want to know what's in this little box, right? Either on their phone or what they're watching. And uh, I think one of the things that we, you know, that we should look at is to definitely finish this, this, this feature film um, and to kind of expand this world uh, and actually give each character 
the respect uh, that they need to tell their story within this, right? Because you know, in a short film, you can't you can't tell a full. You can't have that character investment for each character. Not even Emily, even though we show her a bunch of times. We would love to just dive more deep and have the audience invest uh, invest themselves in the Emily and then into Frank and all that kind of stuff. So I think that we we do need to explore that that option, um, Stephen. Absolutely. No, I'm, I'm all in for that. Um, uh, Victor has a lot of different hyphenates in his name with all the different work he does in industrials and being a dad <laughs> and and all of that. But I think we're ready. Um, we have some programs ahead that are some workshopping type of programs and all in on being able to help flesh this out more and um, um, would love to do that. And so tell me, so you, it was, tell me that you guys have a, you had a, I'm assuming you had a cinematographer on set. We did. We did. So his name is Eric Dickinson. Um, and I work with Eric. It's really, I just want to point out, it's a really, it's handheld, but it's really, it's a really nicely. Very great, pretty. Nicely shot films on his part. Yeah. Yeah. Very pretty. So um, with Eric, uh, we worked on a, a commercial project prior to, to, to shooting this and having a discussion about what uh, Stephen and I actually wanted to see uh, on screen. Um, but so my background um, why Eric and I, you know, work so well together is I actually was a DP for many years prior to directing. Um, and just knowing how to communicate with Eric on certain things and, um, him and I coming up with the, how exactly this is going to look not only in, uh, the day of shooting with the lighting, but also in post-production was a huge thing. Um, so yeah, he, Eric's amazing. Um, you know, he's done a lot of other short films, a lot, you know, I, I think he's working on a feature right now. I'm not quite sure, but yeah, he's, he's, he's fantastic. And then how did, what was your guys process working with them? Did you guys like storyboard everything and like, or did you have like a distinct shot list? Cause you're going to do this in a day. So you, I'm assuming you were very prepared before you, you entered set. Yeah. So we did have a general storyboard for it but it wasn't something to where you know this is something i told eric i was like look i don't want to stick to the storyboard i want to be able to you know i want to be able to have our actors have time even though we're, we're kind of rushing things but i want them to have that time to where they can you know uh perform what it's actually on 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 script and then i want them to have the flexibility to do it the way that they see fit right and that's something that steven and i talked about um, and so when I spoke to Eric about this, I was like, how do we, how do we do this? So he was like, you know, why don't we do a two camera setup? Uh, and if we do it shoulder rig and in, in handheld, then there is no setup time. The only thing we have to worry about is the lighting aspect of things. Um, and so that's, that kind of what we came across, um, in that, in that collaboration. Uh, but yeah. Gotcha. And then, so then in terms of, uh, um, when you're in post-production, when you're looking at the footage, get a lot of long shots, got a lot of depth of field going on. You had to make sure that was he, he was doing the focus as well. Like, uh, cause you had some situations where like, you, you, the focus had to be on, 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 like you had, to, you had to nail yeah. that focus. Right. Because you have, you have, yeah. you, you have these long shots, like these long lens shots, I guess. Right. A lot of things happening in the background. Yeah. Um, so Eric didn't specifically, man the camera so we had two camera operators for gotcha. that and then those two camera operators have had focus pullers focus for that focus. right so they had they had first, uh, first acs for that and then they also had second acs so basically it was two camera camera teams 
um yeah you guys were, were locked operating. down you guys were locked down on yeah, the- yeah 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 exactly so we wouldn't so that way we wouldn't, we wouldn't have to do different takes okay move move camera here kind of deal it was kind of like i want camera here i want camera here roll with it and then that way we have coverage for both gotcha because because you're going so fast and then so you have the, the big question i was asking when you were on got to this got, got to see your footage mm-hmm. did, did, were you was it like were you happy because of did everything kind of turn out like because there's a lot of moving parts, so to speak, in your mm-hmm. the way you guys directed the film. So I'm assuming there were some dangerous points where, like, that the the, the scene the the scene could not have been not have worked out. If that makes sense. Yeah, there was there was a lot of um, and and I'll let Stephen talk here as well to some of the points. But there was a lot of hiccups and a lot of um, you know, there's stress, but there's all there's this was above stress, not only from a um financial standpoint that we had to deal with last minute uh i don't know steven if you want to if you want to talk I'll mention on a couple that. things i found you know they were kind of stressful yeah. there was definitely all the covid restrictions that we had to have you know we had an onset yeah. medic for our short film you know yeah <laughs> and that sort of thing but then i think the outdoor shoot was sort of what was the hardest we were literally in front of um our location which was called the old courthouse tavern in fayetteville and uh, we were filming some scenes outside pretty late in the evening quite frankly and we still were waiting on cars to go by so that we would have enough silence to film the lines. And that's not ideal, as you can imagine, as you're not like yeah. locking down a city block. So, gotcha. And so, and so you're like, so basically, when you're uh, when you're putting the film together, it's like, were you satisfied? Because, or would you like, would you, did you, did you, in hindsight, would you want to work? Would you, would you wish that you did another day? Uh, for sure. Yes. I think that we definitely needed the second day, um, just as breathing rooms, uh, breathing room. And then as well as like, after we look at the, the film, um, so, you know, I looked at each other, we were like, look, this is as good as it's going to get just from the audio, just from everything that we, that we grabbed. And of course everything, it was smooth, but on set you're rushing you're trying to shoot these 11 pages there's a crew at one location there's a crew at another location so yeah i think if we could go back i think that if the financial aspect was there uh i would 100 percent choose to shoot it in two in two days um to give us not only uh to remove this cap of the 12 minute kind of situation for this the short film I, I think that the short film could have could have been a little bit longer uh mm-hmm. and told the story of each character a little bit more um but also for the for the fact that you know um we got we we would get the coverage that we needed for certain themes um that maybe i'm just being a little picky here uh steven if you, you want to speak on that well, I'll just also speak to the low budget of it all. I think, you know, we were trying to figure out how to film. The first thing we filmed was the scene um, in the bedroom. So not, a, you know, obviously that was a separate location. At first we were set up with a, a motel where we were you know, trying to get our reservations for the night and trying to explain, yeah, we're we're doing kind of a murder mystery noir thriller. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, do you mind if we rent a room for a night and bring a little crew in? And uh, ultimately, I think Victor was your mom's house that we ended up using. It was. It was the last minute. There, there were so many things on this. Uh, you know, we we would need to extend this podcast, but there were so many things that that went went uh, sideways. And they didn't go wrong because we all, you know, as filmmakers, we're trouble uh, yeah. problem solvers, troubleshooters, that kind of deal. So, yeah. uh, you're getting your yeah, whole crew over while we're like yeah. making blood. We're filming, uh, you know, filming scenes yeah. and um, taking pictures of. 
the murder scene and all sorts of things that were um, all happening at once. Yeah. Yeah. Next time, the less is less is more. Just don't tell the don't tell the hotel service anything. Just say you're renting a room, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Not, not, yeah. To, not to try to be sketchy. It's just that you know you're trying to make a film, right? Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. <laughs> So, no, it's, it's part of the process, but it was good. That's a nice shot too. The the that that's a nice bedroom shot too. The way you did that, so because it should it shows exactly everything that's going on, right? Like her, her, her kind of like dysfunction in the in the foreground and then the background. Like she's she shouldn't be with this guy, obviously, right? Like it's just like it shows her chaos in one shot. It's it's all you need to know about her in that one shot. So. I really like you know the work that the Victor and the cinematographer did to, to have a really close look at her um, in all those places. You know, sometimes it was because of practicality, but um, in all cases, you're trying to live there in Emily's mind and yeah. being there with all the characters, all the different props and things that you needed to see in that bedroom that were basically within the same shot um, to be able to see that she's waking up and drinking, that she's having this affair with a married man and who comes uh, into this plot later in kind of a different context. And uh, it was definitely, uh, it was pretty remarkable. Uh, our, luckily that location wasn't too far from our downtown location where we filmed the rest, uh, which, yeah. which ended up helping us a lot. But um, we un-Halloweened the, um, <laughs> the site that we had. It was a, a bar that's in our town that was decorated for Halloween. Our story wasn't taking place at Halloween for any reason. So we took down just tons of Halloween decorations. And at the end of a long shoot, we're like putting it all back up. So they're festive for the next day. So there's a lot of stuff just to do to even dress your location. Sure, of um, course. It uh, has to happen in a very short time. It is a nice location though. So it's it's, it's almost like a character in your, in your film. So it's great, fantastic. And what did you guys think about, we send the audience to you. What did you guys think about the feedback video that we sent you? It was a thrill to get to see that reaction. Quite frankly, it was very heartening to us. We really appreciated um, uh, the, the the hard look people took into the different works that were submitted and uh, really loved to see how people were reacting to Emily, reacting to some of the surprises and their comments about how the, the film looked. Um, I think it's a true testament to Victor and the team of technicians that he brought to bear um, that the film was able to look as, as beautiful as it was and to have that noirish quality for the sets to feel lived in and that sort of thing in that short time. But really, really, it was a wonderful, um, wonderful festival uh, with which to be involved because that kind of reaction was so helpful as we looked to build this into a feature and looked to expose this short, short film to more people. Um, really, really helpful to have that kind of real-time anecdotes from different viewers. Yeah, and I, I would second everything Stephen said and add uh, just thank you for watching the film. I mean, that's a big thing. You know, you could be watching a lot of other short films uh, or even watching Netflix right now, but taking the time <laughs> to uh, watch what we created is, is huge. And um, just want to thank each person that watched it personally. Well, on that note, guys, I uh, wish you guys the ultimate best of success uh, with the film and uh, and writing the feature. Because there is, yeah, there's definitely a larger story here. And uh, good luck on the festival circuit. I hope I, I hope that everything goes well for you guys. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you so much. So Thank much you. for speaking with us. Take care. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Schlemiel, Schlemizel, Hassenbeck Incorporated.